Hi, CityCast listeners. The holidays are here and COVID is back. What does it mean? What can we expect? What should we be doing? Today, we're talking with Julian Gill, medical reporter for the Houston Chronicle. It is Tuesday, December 6th, 2022. I'm Lisa Gray, and this is CityCast Tuesday. Julian, can you start by giving us an overview? Yes. What is going on right now in Houston with COVID? Yes. First of all, thanks for having me, Lisa. Uh, Pleasure to talk to you again. Yeah. So uh, right now, it looks like we are in the early stages of another holiday wave. So we're seeing the positivity rate increase in the Texas Medical Center, which still releases a weekly dashboard. And mind you, this is data from uh, the week before last. We'll get last week's data on Tuesday. But from that week, uh, we're seeing a slight uptake in hospitalizations, and as I mentioned, positivity rate and the wastewater levels, the viral load is going up. So the wastewater levels is really what I'm looking at because that's been a pretty reliable indicator of, you know, what we're going to see in the coming weeks. The poop doesn't and, lie. Yeah, right. Yeah, poop does yeah. not lie, and we have a lot of uh, arrows pointing in the wrong direction. All, almost all the wastewater treatment plants, if you look on the city's dashboard online, are uh, pointing upward. So that means it's increasing week over week. And we will probably see another surge. But again, I want to mention it's an open question how bad it's going to be. So we don't know yet. Is this Omicron again? It's an Omicron offshoot. It's, you know, we've seen BA2, BA4, BA5, and now uh, XBB, uh, BQ1, and BQ11. These sound like fighter jets. Yeah. Yeah. Alphabet soup we have. So um, these are kind of the three you know, main ones. BQ1 and BQ11 are variants of BA5, if we can kind of remember that. <laughs> if I'm up to date on my vaccines, do I need to worry about this? Or if I've had Omicron before, am I protected from all these new flavors? So I think you're pretty well protected if you have, if you've had Omicron and if you're vaccinated. One or the other. I don't have to have both. Um, I think if you have one or the other, you will have some level of protection, but we don't know how much immunity is conferred by the vaccine when it comes to BQ1 and BQ11. It is still protective. It is still effective, but it is less effective with these newer variants compared to the ones they were tailored to like BA4 and BA5. That's really what they were designed for. So I think it's a good idea to get your bivalent booster. I think that's like, that's the number one thing you can do heading Mm -hmm. into the holiday season, just to have some level of protection. You know, experts are saying this is still uh, Omicron lineage, a BA5 offshoot. So because of that, it's still going to recognize parts of this, parts of this mutation. However, you know, these new variants, as they tend to do, they're more, they appear to be, based on infections now, a little bit more transmissible. So that's the concern. And uh, yeah, it's really, you know, you can mask, you can, mm-hmm. um, you know, obviously if you get sick, if you test, then maybe don't show up for, you know, the family gathering. It's, it's, it's you know, yet another holiday season where we have to kind of keep those behaviors in mind. In other waves, we've been able to look at other cities and get a sort of guess at what Houston is facing. Do we have any sort of forecasts? You can look at Europe, you know, particularly at Germany. They saw uh, an uptick after Oktoberfest with these newer variants, but we don't know how it's 
going to react here. You know, you can kind of make guesses, but it's really a wait and see situation right now where these, this data is just starting to come up. But I can say that, you know, based on the experts I've talked to, they don't think it's going to be like last year where it's Omicron, brand new variant, and there's a massive spike in both cases and hospitalizations, uh, a million people across the U.S. per day. Uh, don't think it's going to be like that again. It may be more subdued because there's more protection right now. A lot more people have been infected. And again, this is not a brand new variant. It's it's offshoots of what we've already seen. <sighs> I had heard people worrying about a triple demic. What is that? And do we need to worry about it? Yeah, so that's that's a complicated question. That's a good one. I'm I'm glad you asked. So triple demic is when flu, RSV, and COVID kind of all hit at the same time and overwhelm hospital systems. It's not a scientific term. It's not a, an official term. So it's kind of subject to interpretation a little bit, but that's essentially what it means. Yeah. Um, so Right now in Houston, pediatric hospitals and across Texas and, and the U.S., pediatric hospitals are slammed. They're seeing a lot of flu, a lot of RSV still, and it's been at sustained high levels. What is RSV? RSV is, is a respiratory syncytial virus. Mm-hmm. You know, most young children get it. But, you know, I think one train of thought is there was not a lot of exposure during the pandemic. So you have a whole new cohort of kids who are getting it for the first time. And it's hitting at an unusual time. It's usually, you know, more in the winter months, and and it really started in September. This this RSV wave. So we also saw it bad last summer, but it's you know ticking up again, and it stayed very high levels. I think Texas Children's told me uh, last week they had 50 children uh, admitted to the hospital, and that you know it's a big hospital system. May not seem like a lot, but that's a lot of right. kids in the hospital for RSV. So, and it's been staying there for for several weeks. So, the hope is that surveillance data, which shows a, a decrease in RSV and flu recently, a slight decrease, is going to you know lead to the hospitals and and hopefully you know they'll start seeing a a, a a steady decrease in kids coming in. And on top of that, hopefully that happens before COVID ramps up. I just wrote a story last week. We mm-hmm. could avoid a triple demic because of, you know, these surveillance numbers uh, indicating that there's, you know, RSV and flu are slowing down, but we don't really know yet. You know, COVID on top of RSV and flu would be a bad situation for pediatric hospitals right now. So hopefully that doesn't happen. Yeah. So who is most at risk for getting these different illnesses, RSV and flu and COVID? RSV and flu has been uh, primarily impacting young kids, the pediatric population, um, because they don't have immunity built up yet to flu and RSV, but adults can still get them. RSV is, is particularly severe uh, for, you know, infants and older adults. And, you know, with COVID, again, it's uh, high risk populations. It's people with, you know, lower immunity levels, like transplant recipients, for example, you know, people with underlying illnesses that, you know, keep them in and out of the hospital already. So those are the people that, you know, still at high risk and we need to, you know, protect. Is there a way that I can tell if I'm sick what I have if I haven't been tested? I mean, does RSV feel different than the flu, feel different than COVID? 
or do they all have similar symptoms? RSV and flu both have cold-like symptoms, uh, but the flu is is more associated with a higher uh, fever, whereas uh, you know RSV is more it's more the indicator for RSV is wheezing. So those are kind of things you can identify if, if you know your kid starts to get sick with COVID. You know I, these can have overlapping symptoms, and I think the best course is to test. You know a lot at home tests are pretty mm-hmm. easy to get now. So, you know, if you have to test multiple times, go ahead and do that. But, you know, like, like, like always, if you've gotten sick, then you should make sure it's, you know, not COVID before you uh, gather. How are Houston hospitals feeling right now? Are they tired out after working with COVID for so long? Are they feeling rested after getting a break? What's your sense? Well, yeah, my sense is they're, they're tired. I mean, it's, it's been, a, it's been a, a tough, uh, fall season for them uh, with RSV and flu on top of it. But, you know, I think I think we have to use the word overwhelmed uh, very carefully or crippled very carefully. I do not mm-hmm. think, and Houston is unique. Houston has a massive pediatric health infrastructure uh, with Texas Children's, Children's Memorial Herman, um, HCA Houston. Uh, you know, we, we have the bed capacity here. There are enough beds to care for people, but Waiting rooms are full because hospitals sometimes hit capacity and they have to transfer kids out. Wow. So, you know, that that kind of creates a lot of there's a lot of backup in the system and it fluctuates. It's not like, you know, every day is the same, but it's concerning for for pediatricians. When should we put our masks back on? Well, you have to think about kind of your your personal risk and the risk of people around you. You know, if Mm -hmm. there's a if you're going uh, to see, you know family member, grandma and grandpa on the holidays, and they have, you know, a lot of illnesses, they have, they're, they're part of a vulnerable population, then, I mean, you should, you should, uh, I, I, I would wear a mask. Yeah. Any final thoughts, anything else I should ask? The same kind of broken record message of, of get your booster. It's still effective. You know, if, if, if you do get sick, you know, don't, join family members, especially ones who might be vulnerable, um, because we're still seeing 250 deaths because of COVID across the U.S. And that's, you know, every day. Wow. It's still a lot. It has not disappeared, and we still have to think about it. All right. All right. Thank you so much, Julian. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks, Lisa. It was great. That was Julian Gill of the Houston Chronicle. Now, I am here with producer A.K. Al Moomin. A.K., what else is going on around Houston today? Hey, Lisa. Unfortunately, I come bearing some sad news for Astros fans. Three-time Cy Young winner and ace pitcher Justin Verlander has just signed a two-year deal with the New York Mets. Verlander will turn 40 in February, and after missing most of the 2020 season and all of the 2021 season to get a Tommy John surgery for his elbow injury, he came back with a vengeance in 2022 and led the Astros this past season to their second World Series trophy and a unanimous sweep for his third Cy Young. Justin is a heavy loss for the H, and even though he's entering his 21st season in the majors, Justin Verlander remains one of the most enduring players in baseball and a definite threat. The Astros have to find his successor quick if they hope for that coveted repeat. That's it for our show today. 
you like what you're hearing, you should try our newsletter, Hey Houston. You can sign up for it at houston.citycast.fm slash newsletter. We will be back tomorrow. Talk with you then. Okay, after five tries.